Welcome to Stampede Your Business. Stampede. 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 Stampede Your Business. Welcome to the show today. Boy, do we have uh, some super insight today to... What, what is the insight today? What, what, what are we talking? Oh, that's right. It's right here. How data and systems work together. Oh, my gosh. That sounds boring, Brett. What are we going to do? <laughs> data, data and systems, systems working together. Oh, my heck. Brutal, people. Turn it off. Turn Pause. No, no don't pause it. Listen to it. It's going to be engaging and interesting. And it's something you really need to figure out in your business, which we are doing at Stampede, correct? Absolutely. So here, here's the thing. About- oh, I didn't say. Uh, I'm Bobby Glenn James, host, and along with other hosts, Brett Rich in, in the, the house. house. <laughs> so welcome. Now, official, we are started. We've started the show. Yes. Are you listening yet? Okay. Yeah. All right. So here, here's it's going to cool be thing. super exciting. I don't care what the title says. This is the exciting part about how did that and systems work together is it all comes back to innovation uh-huh. and innovation is exciting. See, innovation does sound innovation exciting. Is that exciting. doesn't sound boring. I know, right? Innovation. Innovation. Ooh. So what's the difference between innovation and creativity? I mean, creativity is, isn't that the same thing? Well, creativity can lead to innovation, uh-huh. but innovation is all about doing something new, changing the way you do things or, or even on a larger scale, changing the way the world is doing things because your business, your innovative idea changes everything. But so, innovation doesn't have to be big. It can be small. You can make it, small changes. But how does innovation connect with this, how data and systems work together? Data and systems work together. And the big takeaway is the innovation that you get from it. How is that? As you are checking your your data and following your information. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's let's just take a, a an example here. If you if you have if you're keeping track of how many customers you see in a day. Mm-hmm. How many you see in the morning and how many you see in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're you're getting an idea of when your customers are available because maybe you see a lot more in the afternoon than you do in the morning. So all of a sudden you can say, "Oh, I can start putting a little more focus of my time in the afternoon because that's where I see more customers. But wait a minute. In the morning, the customers that you're seeing, even though you're seeing less of them, they actually buy more of your product. So why are you wasting your time in the afternoon, right? So this is this is where the data and the systems work together because you can now see these things and innovate. You can change the way that you do business by because watching of the, the data. What you get from the data and the systems. Exactly. I get it. I get it. And and with that becomes innovate. Innovate the process, not the commodity. Why what is what does that mean? Innovate the process, not the commodity. Why would we say that? Well, so we've we've talked about a lot about the uh, the your business, whether you are a service <coughs> excuse me, whether you're a service business or a product business. Right. Right. And if you're a service business, it stands to reason that you have to innovate your service, your process for serving people. That's that's part of who you are and what makes you stand out from what makes your, you different. And what, yeah, it's what makes you different. When you have a a product, if your product works, 
then why do you need to innovate it more and more? Maybe you do, but that's that's a whole other that that has nothing to do with running your business. Innovating your commodity is, has has everything to do with with making a better product, which you always are going to want to do, but it's the process of getting that commodity to, to market the and mm-hmm. to the buyer. Well, and that's why they talk about uh, innovate often or fail often or release quickly and fix it later and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. You don't innovate by just sitting there tweaking, trying to make it perfect all the time. No. You innovate by doing it and using it and seeing what works, what doesn't and work. Getting the, yeah, getting the feedback from your, from your clientele. Ah, yeah, that's it. That's it. The heart of every successful business is innovation. Is that true? Yeah, it's absolutely true. If you're not innovating, you are you're dying. You're 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 quitting. I mean, can't we just keep going with our little business and and not innovate anything and still make good money and live? Possibly. I mean, that it's it's theoretically possible. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you start out innovating and then you just flatline and just do what you do, then you uh, stop growing, and eventually those, your clients will, will fall off and slowly trickle away, mm-hmm. and eventually you are left with nothing. Yeah, and most true entrepreneurs would never accept that. Why would you do that? Yeah. How exactly. dare you? So Don't quit! To get to innovation, we've got to start with... Quantification. Quantification. You have to quantify everything. So I, I told you, I mentioned... Uh, checking how many customers you see every day and when do you see those customers. You want to know how many people are calling your business every day. If are, they're in the morning, if they're in the afternoon. And are they asking Are they asking for a price or are they just wanting to purchase something? Do How many, how many of, of what product, how much of what product are you selling every day? Maybe you sell bigger uh, ticket items on the weekend and smaller ticket items during the week or vice versa. Or maybe you sell, you've got these really big ticket items and you only sell one a month and that's, that's what you, so it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, how many are sold every day, but it does have to be on your cycle. How many are sold every year or every, you know, if you've got a big ticket, you know what I mean? You you make this thing. It's when you sell it, it's $75,000 with this product. So you probably have lower sales. But, but so it's just about focusing on the quantification, the numbers of that stuff. Why, why, how does that have to do with innovation? How does that have to do with getting above the other guy? So let, let, let's just take uh, real estate for a minute. Uh, a real estate salesperson knows that there are certain times of the year where they, they can sell more houses mm-hmm. and, and these were, so you mentioned really big ticket items, right? Houses are big, big ticket, ticket items. items. Those yeah. are huge. Okay. So that, that's, that's, that's where I'm innovating from this conversation here. Got it. <laughs> okay, cool. $300,000 so, house. $300,000 house or more. Mm-hmm. And I can sell 10, $300,000 houses a year, but seven of them are all sold during the summertime. Mm. Now, now the question comes up then, what am I doing during the rest of the year 
should I be doing something different? Am I am I advertising the wrong way during the rest of the year? Should should there be a different way to reach my market? Is there a different market that I could be tapping into to sell my $300,000 houses? Or do I sell different houses? Do I sell million dollar houses in the fall? Mm. And you can, if you're keeping track of those things, you can you can actually see where your focus should be to maximize your efforts. And how is Stampede doing this? So Stampede is selling various different products now. We've we've talked yeah. about that. We've got yeah. our sales site, which is which is our, our uh, bread and butter. That's that's what we do. It's definitely our base. It's our yeah. It's our base product, and then we have the. Uh, we have all all the other bonus SEO. stuff, SEO, um, social media, podcasting, all books, that good stuff, all that yeah. kind of stuff, and all that stuff is is on our menu of services, it's graphics, and we're keeping track of, we're watching what we're actually selling to to who. And so, for example, uh, with our with our podcast, uh, Know, Like, and Trust, we're using that to uh, create, to generate leads. Mm-hmm. And, and we're meeting with various different entrepreneurs and talking to them about this Know, Like, and Trust concept and having them share their story and, and, and do the whole Know, Like, and Trust with us, with our listeners. And so they get to, uh, they get to share who they are. Mm-hmm. And, and then we circle back with them and we talk to them about how we can improve their marketing strategy. And, and so we, we look at where the holes are and, and, and all that stuff. Now, we started with what kind of businesses? We're focusing on specific businesses. Bobby, what was Small that? businesses? Yeah, what, what, what businesses? It was um, health and wellness. Health and wellness, coaching, and coaching businesses, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and we saw that we had a lot of engagement with the health and wellness and, and coaching pe- uh, businesses. And, and we, we've got some, we've, we're doing some business with them and, and, and we want to see if there a whole other segment might actually make a difference. So might we went different. a whole other way. We, we did. We went the opposite direction. We went accounting. And we went accounting. And development. And, pro- and development. Uh, uh, program development. Programming. And, and with with that group of people, we, we have a slightly lower level of engagement. Yes. People are not as eager to jump on a podcast and talk about what they do. They're a little Your more uncomfortable. Yeah, no, they don't <laughs> like to get it behind a microphone, do yeah. they? Yeah. So it's it's really interesting to see that. But as as those trickle in now and we start working those leads, we, we get to see which ones are actually engaging in the business right. with us. And even yeah, though we even have if we got a lot of interest, if you got a ton of interest, mm-hmm. but nobody's connecting or nobody's buying, buying. Or purchasing and you have smaller interest but everybody need knows they need it and they want it, then that that's a metric or a quantification that we need to pay attention to. Absolutely. And then we can we can actually manage our podcast so that we can focus on the on the people and the groups of people that uh, will actually make us more. Since money. we're on Stampede, we kind of jumped away in in the innovation piece. How is Stampede being innovative? I, I'd like to talk about it because we talked about that a little bit, and we kind of we didn't we didn't talk about it. 
how how are we the innovating? In the room. Since, how since, are we innovating? Since, since we kind of jumped through it, I I can we jump back a little bit really quickly? Sure. And talk about Stampede's innovation because where we build websites, what's innovative there? That's that's pretty boring, not engaging. What's the innovation? So the we've we've actually in the last few podcasts, if if you want to go back and listen to it, we've talked about some some new innovation that we've recently come up with. For for example, the prospect power mid that uh, that we're using now to uh, discuss the uh, the way that that uh, businesses reach their prospects and 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 bring those prospects through their funnel down into uh, to buying their product. Um, but what we started with the the original innovation, the the initial innovation that really got us excited about this was how we do create the the sales sites. It's not just about, hey, we're going to create a sales site for you. We're let, me, let us give you the content and we'll just build the whole thing. Just give us your name and we'll slap a name on it and it's all good. No, we don't do that. But we also don't do what's even more common is, okay, uh, we're going to build your, 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 your website and uh, if you, as soon as you give us your copy, then we will... Uh, create something that looks nice and beautiful. We don't do that either. <laughs> I like the accent. That was funny. <laughs> that was good. Good good added piece there. It's a little personality. So what yeah. we do. So what, we, what do, we do. What we do. The innovation here is, so let me get this straight. What everybody else does, they make something pretty. They're waiting for copy. And our innovation is that we give them an opportunity to know what we tell them what we want. We tell them the kind of information that needs to go on the, on the site that we found is the most relevant, the most powerful for clients to want to buy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So we've done the research and we said, okay, this isn't just a layout. It's not just this a format, just a pretty website. And, and, and it's not just a template. We have specific information that we want in specific places of the website. And you're not just randomly filling in this template because this template looks pretty. You're filling in this template because this template was created specifically to follow the know, like, and trust path, to guide your potential clients down a process of taking action and learning more about you so that they can feel comfortable with you and the choices that they're making so they can so they can even make the argument that their choice is valuable. I like it. So that that's the innovation of Stampede. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, orchestration. Let's 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 do the last piece. What is this orchestration thing? Orchestration. That's like an orchestra, right? Like a bunch of music. Yeah, like like a yeah, like an orchestra. <laughs> Orchestration. The conductor what? of an orchestra. Yeah. And so I When we talk about business and we're talking about orchestration, can we how would what's the term there for orchestration? What are we talking about? You, basically, you're creating processes. You're telling people, you're telling your your uh, employees how you want them to do business. And this with is your just customers. like what we've talked in the yeah. past. Oh yeah. That if you don't have a process then, then you're letting the employees run the business yeah. and they just do it at whatever they think is best. And that's just not a 
That's not how any franchise in the world works. That's what, And franchises work because there's processes. So orchestration is all about orchestrating the processes and the systems, correct? Yeah. So let, let me tell you something. You can hire really good employees that, that know how to make stuff happen and they know how to get things done. They know how to sell to clients. They already know all this stuff and they can figure it out and they've got tons of discretion. You just let them go. Just let them go. And let them run let them and they'll run. they'll run your business and, and they'll either run your business into the ground or they'll run it into the sky and, <laughs> and you will be you will be the product of your business. Or you can orchestrate everything. You eliminate discretion at the operating level and say, this is how we do things around here. If you have a question about this, this is this is how you're going to Wait solve it. Isn't that micromanaging? Micromanaging is when you actually sit there and you watch them do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Orchestrating is and, giving them a, a pattern for success. Is giving them a pattern to follow as a process for success. <sighs> and answering their questions ahead of time. And if you don't understand why this is important, then you're you're missing a big piece. Absolutely. You've got you've got to understand that if you throw in these pro- because without the processes, you don't know what's working. Without the processes and the quantification of understanding the numbers, you don't know what's working. No. You don't know if it's working you or don't. not. Because if if everybody's willy-nilly doing their own thing, whatever they think is best, then you're not going to know what works. One guy will perform great, one person will perform badly, and you won't know why. But if they're both following the exact same process, then you're going to get expected results or at least understand why something doesn't work. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to challenge you on that, though, Bob. Okay. So Southwest Airlines. I've heard of them. Southwest Airlines took on the whole airline industry. And at one point, they had a rule book. And they and all of their employees were supposed to follow this rule book. And when they had a question, it took them forever to consult the rule book and figure out what they're supposed to be doing and, and answering the customers. And it was creating some backlog and, and frustration. And so they said, look. I'm already thinking of a counter for this. Go ahead. And so they're, they're th- they, they said, look, this there, there's, there's too many rules here. We, we need to simplify things so that we can get people through the gates faster than anyone else. We, and they literally, Southwest Airlines literally burned their rule book. Mm-hmm. Did they, did they lose the power of orchestration when they did that? I'm going to say no, because there are still processes. There may not be rules of how to engage and how to connect. You you kind of use your discretion to have open. But when I go on a Southwest Airline flight, they're still telling me about my seatbelt and my freaking... Now, they may do it funny and they may do it happy and all that stuff, but it's still a process. They still follow it. They still check all of the, the doors. They, do, they're st- they still have a checklist of stuff they're doing. They may not be rules to follow, but there is definitely a process and a checklist or we would be crashing. The, the, the pilots have to follow the checklist. The pilots, fi- pilots, the pilots follow the process of the traffic controller. I, I, there was a, there used to be uh, one of the airlines used to have uh, your, your headphones. You could listen to the cockpit 
and them mm-hmm. talk. And I used to love that. Every time on an approach, I realized really quickly that the pilot doesn't do much. <laughs> the the air traffic controller says every single thing for that pilot to do. He just does exactly what the guy says. He goes, okay, you're going to go third degree. It was fun to listen for me. I don't know. Nobody else, they probably don't do that anymore because it was, you know, nobody cared, but I loved it. I I loved knowing how this other guy is in control and it just, it was a process. They followed it. They followed the procedures. Even though they they threw away the rule book of the stupid rules, they still had a process. And I, I would even argue that the process, uh, getting rid of the rule book was, was a part was of the process. process. They they were actually training their employees to take action. And and what they were saying here is is we're orchestrating the fact that we want you to take action quickly, make fast decisions, mm. and Ultimately, the most important thing is to keep the customer happy, and that was that that was became their only rule was keep the customer happy, make the customer happy. Now, yeah, of course they have they have all the aviation rules that they have to follow and all the checklists to keep the plane safe and all that. But as far as running the business, it was all about keeping the customer happy, and and they were free to do that, and they were free based on the discretion. Not of themselves, but on the discretion of the customer, of of the owner of the business. They oh. they're the ones that hand down that freedom. Yeah, as as an orchestrated move. I, I want to. It's perfect. I want to talk this last piece of the spon spontaneous discovery occurs in the process of following an orchestrated method. What what spontaneous discovery of what occurs? Spontaneous discovery of anything. I, of what works. Of what works, yeah. yeah and what doesn't work. That's the work. way I see it. Yeah. yeah. And what doesn't work. That's where you, innovation fall, comes into play. Exactly. That's where you start to hone in on the magic of your business. The magic. I know that's a goofy word, but I just it, it kind of feels that way, that it just magic. If the processes are in place and you can look at the data or look at stuff, then you'll find the magical, the the gold dust in there, if you will. There, yeah, there you go. You you find that you find the different ways to innovate. Really, I mean, if if you're orchestrating everything, then you can hear when the piccolo is off uh, off tune, and you know exactly which and piccolo you fire that, that is. Guy. And you fire. <laughs> Or you retune. The oh, or you. Yeah, that's right. You can retune the instrument. That's right. <laughs> that, that, that way you can keep You're your fired. business. You're fired. Oh, no. Keep your business magically delicious. <laughs> keep, your, awesome. keep your customers happy by keeping your employees happy and everyone's happy. It's it, it's a great way to, to do business. I mean, really. I like awesome. it. Okay. That wasn't too boring. Data's, data and systems work together and it isn't boring. It's actually interesting. Quantification and orchestration, that's data and systems, right? Yeah, and I'll tell you, I I was a math major in college. I love numbers, but I don't love numbers because I I like to stare at numbers on a page. Oh my gosh, there's nothing more grueling and painful than just staring at numbers on a page. That's why I didn't become an accountant. Mm. But what I love about numbers is the stories that the numbers tell Mm. and the images that they create to, to really help you to understand your business and and see the big picture. Wow, that's really cool. I like that. Numbers are awesome. I like that, that it creates a story. 
when you look at it like that, it's much more interesting. Oh, way, way, way much more interesting. <laughs> I love it. All right. That's it. It's that simple. Data and systems, quantification and orchestration. Connect those two together to create innovation, to do something innovative in your business and make a difference. And innovation is the heart of every successful business. Bam. That's it. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Stampede Your Business. We'll see you next time. Next Stay. time. Yeah, next time. <laughs> Stampede. Stampede. <laughs> Stamp. Where are we going with it? <laughs> Was I supposed to say Stampede Your Business first? Yeah. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in. This is Stampede Your Business. Stampede. 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 Stampede your business.